How is that even remotely possible for me? And how do I know that the work that I put in today is going to ultimately pay out to that? How do I know it's going to be worth it for me if I actually start to do things differently? How do you actually have a life and a pattern in your life and a lifestyle that is empowering and inspiring and motivating for you that really is fulfilling? Most of us are looking for hope, answers to the madness, certainty that we'll be okay, and someone safe to help guide us through the most challenging parts of our lives. In a world that's changing and evolving every single day where chaos, uncertainty, and cycles we never chose wreak havoc on our lives, it's easy to feel lost, hopeless, and scared of what the future will hold. Evolve Ventures is here to provide that hope, direction, and data-driven strategies to growth-minded human beings just like you every Monday and Thursdays where each new episode is filled with vulnerable stories, interesting lessons, and simple tools you can use that will help you evolve into the person you were always meant to be. My name is Amelia. And I'm Bianca. And as the co-founders of Evolve Ventures, we are so grateful to be a part of your evolution. Let's get into it. Hey, everybody. It's Bianca. And it's Amelia. Welcome to another episode of Evolve Ventures, where we are helping growth-minded humans evolve by breaking one limiting belief at a time. We hope you enjoyed last episode, 235 Motivation Monday, The Power of Regret. For today, 236, How to Live a Life You Love. I just wrote an article about this on the Evolve Ventures website. So if you haven't taken a look at our articles yet, there's a bunch of them in there. They're really incredible articles. And what I dove into in that article was how most people get caught in the rabbit hole of pleasure and consumption and just trying to find, you know, little moments of like excitement because we're not actually living lives that we enjoy. We're not actually living lives that make us feel empowered and fulfilled and that are serving a function and a purpose. And a point that I made in there is not everybody has to have a extraordinary vision for their lives and some major grandiose outcome that they're working towards like Amelia and I, but what is that for you? What is your purpose? What is your meaning of happiness and fulfillment and excitement? And not just because oh, the weekend is here and I can go to the club or I can go to the bar or I have this one event that I'm going to or the next vacation. But how do you actually have a life and a pattern in your life and a lifestyle that is empowering and inspiring and motivating for you that really is fulfilling? And that's what we're going to be talking about in this episode today. How do you actually live a life that is like that and we I am I'm I think that you said you wanted to use me as the case example Death. in this okay. one of them one of them if you guys knew me before um 
I was a shit show. Let's just <laughs> let's just call a spade a spade. We're just going to call a spade a spade. All right. My life was a mess. Oh, I man. mentally and emotionally was a mess. Um, I couldn't. <laughs> I was like a walking red flag um and not because i was toxic in any way but because i was so toxic to myself that i just engaged in really unintelligent behaviors and decision making and it never hurt anyone else it was always hurting myself so like i was like a red flag to myself and (laughs) i'm being playful it wasn't really that bad but i just i just wasn't I was not a happy person. I was not fulfilled. I was extremely depressed and I just had really bad decision making. Mm-hmm. And I was able over the last five years to transform mm-hmm. and to evolve and to become a woman that I'm just so unbelievably proud of and I'm a woman that I love and I know that my future is just only going to grow from here and get better. And it's because of what we're going to be diving into today. Mm. It's funny because a lot of the conversations that I've had around this, this topic where how do we actually like live a life that we love? That's, that's a conversation that I know a lot of people, they start to seek that question as they get into their elder years yeah so that said what's interesting is that more often than not people who go down the personal development professional development realm and start doing some of that inner work they start to actually bump up the timeline of that question how do i live a life that i love or maybe it's pain. Maybe it's something like, for example, you realizing that you're a walking red flag and you're starting to recognize all your patterns. And it's like, all right, where do we go from here? And I like literally died when you said that. But here's the thing, Bianca, like there are so many people that seek the words like happiness, the words like joy, the words like fulfillment, the words like accomplishment, success, wealth, all of these things that kind of circulate circulate around this topic that we're going to be talking about which is living which is by default a verb living a life you love so there's two verbs in that living and love right those two verbs as we look at our life how are we actually living right now in the byproduct of that one verb is the second is it love is it love Mm -hmm. that is the byproduct that you're cultivating in your life because of your life or not And a lot of people who say, no, it's not that yet. We have good news for you. So B, I want you to share with our listeners what you said just before we got in this podcast about your life. I asked you one question, which was about your values, and I'm going to bring that in in a second. But I want you to share with our listeners like your authentic expression of how you actually feel about your life right now. (laughs) Um. What I said was that I, for the first time ever, I genuinely love my life Mm -hmm. and I love who I am and who I'm becoming. Um, And I said to Amelia, I was like, it's so crazy that I can even say that. Like, it's genuinely crazy to me because I never thought that I was going to be the person that I am. 
I never mm-hmm. thought I was, I never thought that I could be someone who was genuinely happy just on my own. Like not because someone else is there, not because I'm in a relationship, not because of anything aside from the person that I am and the things that I am doing in this world. So that is, that is what I said. And it's Mm -hmm. just, I'm like so uncomfortable saying that. And I'm cheesing like crazy. If you're not watching YouTube, you can probably hear it in my voice. I'm like cheesing hardcore because it's just, it's so surreal. It is so surreal when you can get to a point of recognizing the person you used to be and knowing that you are so far removed from who that person was and that you are never going to be that person again. Mm. There's a quote by um, Zoe Saldana. I believe I'm pronouncing her name right. She's an actress and she's the woman that plays Natiri in Avatar. Mm. And one of my favorite videos that I watch often um, is of her speaking about who she is and what she loves and this quote is around her biggest life achievement and she says i know who i am i love who i am i like what i do and i like how i do it and i Mm -hmm. love how i fail and i like like and she just goes on about how much she loves all of this and i like the rate at which i fail and i like the rate at which i learn and i love the the rate at which i grow like that is to me a battle cry for all of us to pay more attention to because there's very few of us that can say with a whole body the way in which she does and I'll have it linked in the show notes for you to watch it but it's that it's that we're talking about how does someone get to that point where they love their life not just the life to what you're Bianca you were saying but like how you're doing it how you're living it what the action is and how you love your failures how you love how you've gotten here like and there's Hashtag no regrets. Like there's some, <laughs> but there's power that's pulled out of that, right? So that it's this topic, it's this conversation around how do you actually do that? How yeah. is that even remotely possible for me? And how do I know that the work that I put in today is going to ultimately pay out to that? How do I know it's going to be worth it for me if I actually hmm. start to do things differently? And what's really interesting about that is... What it really comes down to, from my honest perspective, I have not found from the research literature, from the conversations that I've observed, interviews that I've had, interviews that I've observed, all of that, my personal experience, my personal experience with others and coaching others and seeing the results of that pay off, comes down to clarifying what the heck your values are, your top three. Hmm. So... Why I say that, and you've likely heard a dialogue around this, and I'm going to encourage you to turn it up. Because ultimately, when we can clarify to ourselves what our top three values are, and we can live within those boundaries that our values ultimately guide, that is where living a life you love is embedded between. Because those values encourage you to act within a certain way. They encourage you to think and prime your mindset for a certain state of being. And they allow you to show up and rise to the occasion day in and day out. And they inform Hmm. when you don't. And so I had B, I said, could you 
pull up your top three core values because if we pull those up 100%, I'll put all my money, future money on it. You can reverse (laughs) engineer living a life you love by the fabric of your values. Mm. So B, share for the people in the back. What are your values? Do you want me to do like an in-depth, like go through the description of them and everything? I want you to start with a top three. Let's just say top three, because in this, and there's obviously some depth that we can pull into this, but primary values, it's kind of like primary colors. And then there's secondary colors, right? If you're thinking about the color wheel, (laughs) values are the same way. You have primary, three primary values, and then there's secondary ones, things that, that inform how you navigate, right? But I want you to pull up the top three and then maybe I'll ask you about their verbal process. Okay. Evolve Ventures has a tremendous amount to offer. Not only do they have a uh, an ever-growing but still welcoming private Facebook society full of like-minded individuals, um, they also offer individual coaching. I myself have been coached by uh, both Bianca and Amelia on separate occasions, and it's amazing to look back even a year ago in my life and see how far I've come. You almost don't notice that you're... Uh, that you're doing better for yourself over time. Not to mention, out of the mud, free live virtual event once a month. Can't think of a better way to spend a Wednesday night. You truly can't encapsulate the value that it carries unless you've been there yourself and been part of the conversations and the connections that happen. And just access to that kind of information. The resources are just incredible. Uh, number one value for me is significance. Hmm. Number two is love and relationships. Number three is growth and maximizing my potential. Mm. And I have them rated. So Amelia, when we were doing, um, when our team first onboarded, she took us through this really cool, um, not experiment. What's the word? Exercise. Exercise. Thank you. Activity where we mapped out our core values, beliefs, and aspirations and rated them. So significance for me is my number one. It's a 10 out of 10. That is my number one value is significance. Number two, the love and relationships is a 9.5. So it's like almost right up there. And then growth and maximizing my potential is the nine out of Mm -hmm. 10. So they're all extremely high rated, but they can't all be a 10. So- They're ranked in that order. Huge. And that's an activity that I take clients through that I think that at any point in life, if you're struggling to answer this question and know that you have a path forward, this is a great activity. It's called the GPS because ultimately your values make the decisions for you. That's what it comes down to. And living a life you love helps a lot when you have those decisions made because you have a 10 out of 10, a 9.5 and an 8 out of 10 clarity around what your top three values are nine yeah the important part of this too is most of us are being guided by values we just don't know what they are exactly we're on we're unconsciously living based on these values and beliefs that we hold that we have no idea are even there i decided my values not by what i wanted them to be but Mm -hmm. by what is my actions actually proving and then the deeper layer of the exercise was how do I evolve those to make them benefit me? Mm. 
Mm-hmm. So the reason why my life was such a shit show before <laughs> was because my desire for significance, I know that it is an inherent need of mine. So Tony Robbins talks about the six human needs. Mm-hmm. Significance is one of them. I know I am significance driven because to me, if I'm significant, then I'll be loved. So it's like a secondary precursor of like, oh, well, I'll only be loved if I'm good enough. So what's my number Mm -hmm. one thing? Become good enough. Mm -hmm. And so what I did before was I engaged in really maladaptive and harmful to myself behaviors in order to be significant. So the types of photos that I would post, the types of conversations that I would have, the behaviors that I would do, like going to bars and drinking when I hated that environment just because I wanted someone to see me and to want me. And I was able to say, okay, I know this is a need of mine, but how can I transform this and make it better? So now significance to me, Em, are you cool with me reading these off just so people have context? I would encourage that. Okay. I have these written down. They're in my, they're in a spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. Significance to me, means finally becoming someone, someone who feels deep in her heart that she matters, that her life matters and makes a difference, that she's good enough, that she's special and unique, and that everything I've done and have gone through had meaning. Mm. So to me, becoming the most extraordinary woman that I, and I gotta, I gotta evolve this. I gotta change these up. It's been a little bit, but I want to become the most extraordinary version of myself. And so my behavior is guided by that. That's why my life is set up the way that it is. So now when it comes to relationships, again, my desire for relationships has evolved. That's my Mm -hmm. number two, right? Love and relationships. And again, I need to update these, but this is what I have written down here. I deeply value relationships, love, and other people. I've always let my emotions and my heart guide my decision making and it put me in some of the worst situations, but I have taken that pain and changed it. I've made it better so that I am surrounded by the most extraordinary people who I have high regard for, people who cherish my heart, my emotions, and my mind, and who are helping me become the most extraordinary version of myself. And through that, I am able to help so many others and can touch their hearts. Beautiful. And then the third one is growth and maximizing my potential. I value and cherish growth, learning, and becoming more than I am so that I can be good enough to be there for others and help them become more of who they are and can be. Mm. So what I want to tease out for our listeners in this episode is something very critical that you said that I tease out with clients and we teased out with our team. And this is something that's really, really critical when it comes to living a life that you absolutely adore, love. I was on group coaching and I, I like almost had like feelings of like, I feel bad at how good my life is right now. And like, I feel like I'm bragging (laughs) right now, but like, I genuinely am also in a space where it's like, (laughs) I said it's like disgusting how much I love my life. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like people see people like me and they actually have experience disgust because like it's just such an interesting thing. You don't see that often. Like what? Like what do you mean you love your life to the like nth degree? It's like, no, no, no. That's that's my experience. So anyways, I was I was sharing that and 
it's it's so fundamental to this whole exercise and activity for our listeners. So if you have a notebook, you're listening, or you're just kind of taking a mental note that how part it starts in what you said, which was understanding that you're living already a life that's values guided. Oftentimes, though, and more more often than not, statistically speaking, unless you've taken a conscious approach to determining what your values are, your primary values, those were inherited from your family, from your origin, where you came from. So if one of your behaviors that you often see is if you look back over the tales of time in your life has always been gravitating towards family. You always want to spend your time with family. That's a value that's been driving you. And when you start to examine it, that you start to realize like, oh, that's because my family very much is family driven. Like there's everything's about how can I get around, spend more time with, be connected to, involved with X, Y, Z family. So that's a value that I inherited. And when we start to kind of examine our behaviors, we then can pull out of that what value is driving us unconsciously or not. And then when we examine that, we actually say this conscious question to ourselves, do we want to continue behaving in that manner? Do we want to continue a life that's guided by that value? So there's always one representative word that can encapsulate your behaviors. So for you, B, you had shared with the listeners, like I actually made a conscious choice that I wanted to evolve my values because, right, the the shit show beforehand was not what (laughs) what you wanted to continue. So, of course, an evaluation and an assessment of what is what is the value that you want to be guided by? Right. The desire of what that is. And maybe it's not maybe you're not great with words and maybe you're not like, okay, this is the value that's for me. Like maybe it's like health. It's like, no. What is the meaning underneath that? What life meaning do you want to have? And go from there. And then when you start to do that, do that three times. Pull out a word that represents the meaning that has come to you, how you want to live your life more that you currently don't, because that shows the contrast between your your old values and your evolved values. Doing that three times, then what you have to do is prioritize. What is the number one out of all of these? The 10 out of 10. There might be, they might feel like all of these are 10 out of 10s. But honestly, one is genuinely going to be more important than the other. And you have to give that to yourself. So that's that's how you navigate that. And it's interesting because what I have found without without any exceptions is that there's one value that you have had that has and never changed. There's something about you that's never changed. And that's not because you inherited it and it's in your DNA And you can't like there's no changing it. There's a limiting belief that you just never can touch. It's something because it's who you are built within that. When we can examine that, we have a lot of power that can shift inwardly and that we can really crush with in life. Yeah. All right, my friend, I think this is a good time to wrap this up. What is your episode suggestion? My episode suggestion around this topic would be 229 episode 229, which is a motivational Monday. And it's actually an interesting one where we talk about how to start self-forgiveness because Mm. when it comes to this whole dialogue around living a life that we love, oftentimes there's an experience that we found with people that they need to do and a process of self-forgiveness of how you maybe just inherited the values. You didn't question it. You didn't 
change behaviors. You didn't honor the self part of you that actually wants something different. And forgiving yourself for not knowing that is going to be a really important part of the process to actually living a life that you love. So I hope that episode jazzes you up. And I hope that our listeners listen to that. Yours? Nice. 106, the difference in a fixed versus growth mindset culture. The only reason I was able to transform my values into being what they are now is because of the fact that I've been in a growth mindset culture for the last five years. The people that I surrounded myself with have allowed and enabled me to evolve and transform and become who I am. I wouldn't have had that. I wouldn't have been able to do that without those people. So that is my episode suggestion. Love it. Thank you for listening. We hope this episode provided so much value to you and we will see you next time. Bye everybody. Bye everyone. We know firsthand how important it is to have a safe space with people who support and celebrate your evolution. That's why we created our free live virtual event called Out of the Mud that we host the last Wednesday of every single month, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so that while you venture into new territories of your growth, you can get in a room with others who are too. Extraordinary topics with evolved people. That's what this event is all about. What's great too is that you don't even need to have your camera or mic on. You can just listen in. Click the link in the show notes to register for the next topic to kickstart your growth. Be on the lookout for our IG lives that we host every Friday at 1230 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is a place where you can connect with us live and in a fun, lighthearted way. We are also in the process of rolling out group coaching and online courses and These are sure to help you evolve into a greater version of yourself. If this episode resonated with you or you heard something you know will help you evolve, please share it with someone you love and care about, team members across the world, or someone who you believe deeply could benefit from joining this discussion. This content is intended for information purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional counseling or psychotherapy medical advice, diagnoses, or treatment, and does not constitute medical or other professional advice. Names and identifiable personal details mentioned in respective podcast episodes and stories may have been changed to protect personal privacy and identity.